you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Yes, hello, ladies. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, maybe even, depending on where you are. Welcome to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at the Empowerment Channel of Voice America, the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all my listeners here in the U.S. and Canada, but also in Europe. I saw large numbers in the Netherlands, in Germany, in Ireland, and there were even listeners in India and China. I'm so happy and so proud that this is a global um, radio talk show. Anywhere you are listening to this show live or as a recording, I'm grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my great pleasure to present this series of shows and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for the next chapter in your life. My name is Maria Lucasen, and I am excited. Besides talking with our guests, experts on this week's topic, I also have inspiring wise women words, a quote of the week, and a table of resource for those that are fast action takers. So, to start off this session, the affirmation for this week. As you know, an affirmation opens the door. It's a beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you are saying to your subconscious mind, I am taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. Affirmations are like seeds planted in soil. Poor soil, poor growth. Rich soil, abundant growth. The more you choose to think thoughts that make you feel good, the quicker the affirmations work. The affirmation for this week is, I can make space for loneliness and practice being kind to myself. So loneliness, I think, is something that many of us experience in our life, at least once, if not multiple times. And it's not um, the end of life or a, a destination and it will be there forever. It's a situation that you can do something about and that you can change. So to accept it, that that is a part of your journey is, is a good way of thinking when you are get up in the morning and you feel lonely. Then you could think, okay, I am making space to feel that today and I practice being kind to me. So 
if I'm kind to me, I usually get better feelings. I get more positive and that helps me uh, to get started with the day in a different feeling and emotion as what I got up with. So that's how I use this affirmation uh, when, uh, when I need it. So the next part of my uh, introduction series is really that I want to talk with you about our last, okay, that I want to talk with you about what I do as a retirement coach. I organize workshops in real time here in the library or any other location, but I also do virtual ones. I just started one on my Facebook group, Women Seeking Blissful Retirement, where I am doing on Monday evenings a Meet Maria on Mondays session, and we talk about all kinds of topics that have to do with retirement. Besides that, I also do one-on-one -on -one speaking and coaching of women that are ready to retire or that have retired already and that need help to find their purpose in life, find out how they can have a more structured life and make it more meaningful. So if that is something that you would like to help with, then send me a message or an email and I'm happy to uh, offer you a free 30-minute consultation. So this talk show is for unique women who dream to retire soon, blissfully. If this is what you are dreaming about, then you are at the right place. You can still be working a job, but if you are contemplating early retirement now because of the situation with COVID-19, you need to be here listening. My show provides great information, new perspectives, wonderful real-life stories, and useful tips to make retirement the best time of your life. So in this show, we feature guest experts on many topics. And last week, we had Cindy Hounsell, who is the president of Wiser. And Wiser is and the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement. And we talked about um, how you can make your money last through retirement. And she mentioned a couple of really great resources that you can find on their website. One of them is about immediate annuities. And one is how you can get a paycheck in retirement. So the website is wiserwomen.com. So if you want to go to that website, you will be able to find this information and that might give you ideas on how you can plan to let your money, the savings that you have last during retirement. Wow. That was my introduction for today. I'm now really excited to introduce to you today's speaker. And that is no other than Dawn Barry. Hello, Dawn. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome today. Thank you, Maria. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. 
I'm so happy to have you on the show. This topic might not be immediately for people that want to retire, but it might be something that um, many have will experience or have experienced. And it's really about loneliness. That's the main topic here. But we are connecting it with women that are empty nesters. So let me introduce you uh, with a short reading of Don's bio, and then we dive immediately in the questions. So Don Barry is a certified life coach. She works with single parent empty nesters uh, to move them from loneliness and insecurity to a vibrant person once again. Her journey into coaching started after a car accident in 2003. She was a single mom with a nine-year-old daughter and very little support. She found that the time in the hospital, 10 weeks she was in the hospital, that's a long time, allowed her to realize what, really, what, what she really wanted out of life, to help other people attain their goals. Although it was not a profession, that was recognized at that time, she started with self-help books and chatting with friends. It's an interesting road to travel, and I can see that. And she feels that it has allowed her to hone in onto people. Everybody has a story. Every story is valid. And some people need our stories to take the other path. Hey, Don. So this is quite a story what you said you are doing this since 2003 that's when you discovered what you are uh, calling what your purpose is in life so how did this lead you to single parents i found when i had my car accident i was a single parent and i found there was not a lot of support because people didn't understand exactly where you were coming from. And of course, when my daughter moved out, it was very challenging because there's tons of books written on empty nesters, but there's very few books that actually talk to single parent empty nesters because it's a different, it's a different perspective really, because you've done everything for as long as you can remember to make sure your family was safe and there was a roof over your head and food on the table. And when the kids are gone, you are almost lost because yeah. you don't have that anymore. Yes. And yes, I think there is a big difference, isn't there, between being a couple and having the children move out and being single and having one or the last one move out. And that's when it then really happens to become an empty nest. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, people with or women with multiple children start to feel it when the first one moves out. But there's still a transition time because you've yes. still got other children at home. Yeah. So there's things you can do to prepare, 
but there's also things that you'd never think of as going to really affect you because the first one's out and you've handled it okay and the second one might move out and you know you've got all your systems in place but when the last one really moves out you are sitting there having breakfast by yourself you're having dinner by yourself now the uh temptation to just pick up the phone is so strong because you're so used to having somebody there to talk to and when they're not there it's it's a different kind of loneliness because there's a loneliness for adults and there's a loneliness for the lives that you've transformed and watched grow and I think that's the hardest one uh, yes, and I, I, that's probably what is creating this uh, feeling of sadness, of um, grieving away, of uh, loss that uh, that you are, that those uh, women are feeling when the last one goes out. Um, it, it's uh, sometimes, uh, it, like I mentioned already, we are. People are feeling alone more often, and it can happen because indeed you lose something or someone. I remember um, my first cat when she left me two years ago. I was so sad. Uh, it it was probably one of the the worst times of my life. That something that I counted on to be in the house, to just rub my leg and to meow when I came in. It, 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 it's, I missed her. And that's, lots of pets have that uh, connection with their, uh, their owner. So it, it's, it's not as when you have a child, of course, a pet, but it's still people get this situation that something leaves more often in their life. So what are some of the signs, symptoms of loneliness that, um, especially for empty nesters, that, that they have to watch out, that it's not getting worse and that they not get into a depression? Well, I think one of the things is if you really start to notice that you're you're not going out as much, you're not calling your friends that even if it's one or two, you're not in touch with them as much as you used to be. And you're almost feeling like you don't want to reach out because of the way you're feeling and you're scared you're going to bring people down. And that's a big sign. That's a big red flag there. Yeah. So when you are uh, not wanting to socialize, if you are pulling back in a way in your, your own space, in your own home, that is definitely a sign um, to that you notice and that you should um, tell you, hey, I need to get help. And if not help from friends, then you need to get professional help, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Because for the first little bit, it'll almost seem normal. 
not yeah. going out because like you had mentioned, it's, it's very similar to grief and you're going through these stages, but there's got to be a point where you say, okay, you know, enough is enough. I need to move on. Yes. And, and, and that, that is really what we want to talk about uh, here. And that's why I mentioned in the beginning, the feeling of loneliness is a feeling that is not a destination. It's not something that will be there forever. It's a feeling that you can have, but that you can uh, and accept and then find a new way, a new mindset. So what would be what would you suggest when you do coaching to people how can they uh, get a grip on the loneliness and start moving out of that that negative mindset of feeling lonely well i love the beginning of your show with the affirmations that's definitely one thing that i strongly encourage and another thing that i encourage is gratitude ah, because a lot of the time when we're feeling lonely and we're so engulfed in ourselves we're not really realizing how much we have and how much we have to be thankful for it can be something as simple as you know I'm thankful I got the chance to spend the time with my kids and to teach them as much as I did before they left. So it it should be almost a feeling of pride instead of loneliness that you've had this this big section of their lives that you've helped mold and you've been able to in good conscience, send these people out into the world knowing that they're going to survive and that they've always got you to have their back. Exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, definitely, uh, if they have been with you for a long time and they have finished high school, they might go off to college. They might have college in the same city and then go off and work somewhere and that I leave the house. But usually they leave the house because they have achieved something in their life. They have finished one chapter in their life and you were uh, the person that helped them in, in doing so. So it's something they are proud of and you should be proud of them too that uh, you were there to support them in that situation. So... And that, of course, immediately gives you a different feeling already if you can say, okay, I'm proud of my son or my daughter with what they achieved and what they are doing right now. Exactly. And I usually encourage um, writing down at least three things that you're grateful for a day. Okay. Um, So it can be something as small as, I am really grateful that I've got food in the fridge today when Mm -hmm. I know there are people that don't. Yeah. And it just, it helps cement in the idea that you're not really alone and that you've really done a lot that you can be grateful for. And it's internalizing that that's so important. Yes. So how long, um, well, okay, there is 
nobody is the same and you can't say everybody experienced thing uh, in the same amount of time and the same depth or level as, uh, as everybody. So there's always a different situation. Uh, what is, um, just to, to help uh, women who are in that situation right now, um, how long is usually this situation of feeling that uh, they are, uh, that they lost somebody, that they lost um, purpose in their life in a, in a way that b before they realize, hey, there is something else out there now. I, I, yeah, how, how long does it take before they see that the empty nest situation can have a positive side too? Well, that's a challenging question just yeah, because of the times we're in right now. Yeah. Um, whereas exactly. some people uh, can take a month and it seems like they're getting on with their life and enjoying it. And remember that looks can be deceiving. So yes. mm -hmm. it, it may be somebody that's just trying to fill in the time and they're still lonely. Um, but with COVID and, and really not being able to get out and go for coffee with friends and stuff, it can take a little bit longer because you're, you're trying to work out in your head what exactly you need to do because you know you need to do something. But if you're like me, you want the steps to figure out. Right. And so <laughs> it can take anywhere from like a month up to five or six months. But if it is hitting the six month mark and you're still feeling that overpowering loneliness, please reach out for help. Yes, yes, that seems quite long to me, uh, too, but uh, I don't have children, so uh, it's not a situation that I was in myself. Uh, I just know it from my, my sisters who had kids and where the, the last one left. Um, yes, so because the, your role as a parent is really changing, isn't it? once they leave the house. It, um, I mean, they are growing up. They are adults now. They lead, need less of a mother when they leave the house. So th that's part of the change, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Like the whole um, relationship dynamic is different now because they're not sleeping in your house and you're taking care of them. So it's almost like they'll come to you for advice if they're stuck or they want to touch base just as a friend now. So the dynamics are really starting to change. And a lot of people have a tough time understanding the different dynamics. So it's, it's, that's one of the parts of actually getting your head around whether or not you need help and if the loneliness is really driving home for you to not reach out to other people. Yes. So th that's my, uh, how I, I thought about it in a way, because uh, you might be more like an, um, 
a kind of a coach, an advisor for them, uh, somebody uh, that is more at a distance because they need to figure out things for themselves. So, but it's good that I have you in the back to have their back, to support them, isn't it? It is because not everybody has a strong support system. And if you don't have uh, friends or family that you can sit down and talk to, you do need somebody there. Somebody just to remind you that you are special and you've done an awesome job. Because without those connections, it's really, really challenging. And the self-talk could just completely drive you nuts. Yes. Uh, and the self-talk is, is one of those things that many of us have, no matter uh, what situation is, but this mind is always going on. There's so much chatter in there. And often it's not the good size what is talking to you when you are, especially when you're by yourself. Um, then, um, yes, you hear only your own mind. If you are with other people, of course, then that is distracting from your own thoughts and your own feelings. So it's, it's not as easy to listen to what your mind is telling you. So uh, what do you tell your clients or uh, the women that have empty nester syndrome feelings? Um, how can they talk or listen to their, their mind? I'm always been a very big fan of journaling. And if you actually write down what your mind is telling you, and I just do a complete brain dump of everything that your mind is telling you, and then go back and read it and imagine that you were talking to a child in the words that you use to talk to yourself. And sometimes that's enough to click and go, wait a minute, that's just nasty. Like, I need something to change. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, often, yes, negative thoughts, uh, you realize what they are. So, and you see also what their effect is on you as well as on everybody else. I mean, your brain will know this, but then your emotions are taking over. And um, they have a different <laughs> thinking about that, isn't it? Oh, exactly. And you don't always notice what your negative self-talk um, is doing to those around you. That's, that's one another big red flag because people will start avoiding you because of the self-talk that you've really started to internalize. And you're almost cutting off your nose in spite of your face at that point. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, and, and that is, uh, you don't notice it yourself when you have negative uh, feelings and thoughts, how your energy level is changing because of that. And other people will pick up on it. Um, and uh, you probably know that from other people, but you don't realize it happens to you too. And that's why some people might be less inclined to have lunch with you when you're uh, at work or uh, when you want to go out. Exactly. And a lot of the time, 
people don't actually voice it. They won't go to you and say, you know, you're maybe you need to tweak something. They'll just, they'd rather just not deal with it, which also starts to be an issue because if you're unaware of it, it's hard to change. Yes, yes. Uh, and th that is uh, true. That's very true. Um, that uh, because of the feelings that you have and they are so strong, you often don't notice uh, how it impacts um, your, the, the other situations in your life. So I want to make a quick break here right now so our listeners can get a glass of water or whatever they want to have in the little break. I will be back or we will be back. I hope the show information has resonated with you. So far, when we come back, we talk about the other side when people have finally realized that uh, having an emptiness has some good uh, um, ideas too. So I'll see you back in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you been wondering, is this all there is in life? You've been a good worker year after year. You've checked off the boxes and retirement is near. Or maybe you've been forced to take early retirement. These are supposed to be the golden years, yet it feels empty. You feel all alone, questioning your life direction. Or maybe you've experienced a medical scare or find yourself caring for elderly parents or kids who've moved back home. You're unmotivated and passionless, left pondering what you're going to do with the next chapter of your life. You're not alone. You're in the discovery phase. As retirement expert Maria Lucasin says, it's time to step into freedom and fulfillment so that you can live your best years yet. First, you've got to learn to adapt and thrive during uncertain times. Find out how by getting your free next chapter assessment. Just click on the banner at the host page or email Maria at MariaLucasinHQ.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Welcome back, ladies. And if you have enjoyed the show so far, and you are listening on one of the big podcast channels like iTunes or iHeartRadio, Spotify, then please rate our show 
as high as possible, five stars, so that other people, other women can find it as a great show to listen to. If you have any questions or comments about this show for today or just in general, a suggestion for speakers, please feel free to send me an email at maria at marialukasenhq.com. And if you have questions, I will answer them in the next week's show, in the next episode. So um, I will now go back to talking to Dawn Barry, who is our expert today. And we are talking about living alone after your child has left. Um, once you start realizing the situation, what are some opportunities of living alone? Of yes, in a way. I think one of the biggest things to living alone is you don't have to worry about what people think about you. <laughs> That's true. Yes. I mean, if you're having a bad day, you can crank up the stereo to some of your favorite songs and you can sing and you can dance and you can just let the whole world melt away. And you don't have to worry about what anybody thinks. And it also really helps raise your mood because you're just letting everything go. So that's definitely one of the bonuses of having no one else in the house. Yes. Or you can grab the cat, dance with the cat or right. dance with the dog and nobody's going to look twice. You can start an exercise program even, and you don't have to worry about people going, Oh, that's what you're working out in. Cause it doesn't matter anymore. And it's what really makes you feel good that you really need to figure out and start embracing. And you've got the time. So I find a lot of people that say that they are lonely just haven't found the right outlet that they're passionate about in order to grab and move forward. But there's lots of opportunities. And now you don't have to worry about your kids saying, really, you're going to take a yoga class or you're going to start running. And if anything, it will be the self-talk that, you know, you can deal with. But to try new things is always awesome. And you've got the opportunity to now. And if it's jujitsu one week and yeah it doesn't feel quite right and then it's yoga the next or hot yoga after that or zumba or just getting out for a walk every day there's nobody to judge you and that's what everybody needs to embrace yes yes that's so true that um Often, uh, when we do something, we always have in our mind what other people think about it. And if you have lived all your life with uh, somebody in house, even your children, they watch what you're doing. They listen to what you say, or not sometimes, but 
um, especially I think for when you're a single parent, you have um, maybe a more um, a deeper and more intensive connection with your child, maybe as a parent who is a couple where you're spreading a little bit of the taking care of the children and also how we interact with them. So um, it, I think it will free, give you time freedom in a way because you don't have to be home anymore at a certain time uh, to have dinner on the table. You can have dinner whenever you like. Or like you mentioned already, you can go and do things and you don't have to make sure that the other person, your child, is taken care of so that he can go wherever he or she needs to go. So that's a big piece also, I think, getting freedom, seeing it as having freedom to do what you want to do anytime you want it. And, and sometimes it's hard to get your mind around the first month or so because you're so used to having to plan and have the bills paid and do this that when you plan to take time for yourself, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, no, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I can go until 10 o'clock at night for a dinner with the girls if I want. And I don't have to call home and I don't have to text to let people know I'm okay. And there's the freedom there. Again, it's a transition. But once you really get used to it it's like wow this is what and you can't really say it's what you'd been missing but it's the alternative to what you were doing so it it, taking the different perspective is really freeing a lot of the time yes um, and, and that is probably uh, something that they have not thought about before um, it all started because it's, it's a situation you, they probably have postponed for as long as possible to think about that it's what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden it's there and you help them to move out and get all their stuff taken uh, to wherever they are going. And then. You might start with cleaning up something or maybe not, but your child is still there. It will come back once in a while, hopefully for Christmas or one of those holidays. And um, so that connection is still there, but it still gives you the possibility to do something for you. Um, Choose a completely different direction as maybe what you have been doing while you were taking care of your child. How do you see that? Oh, exactly. And there's some women that may get to the point where they feel comfortable actually dating again because they're, they don't feel like they're being judged all the time and they don't have to, oh, okay, yes, I, I'm okay. I'll be home at this time. And you can actually relax and have a good time. And not necessarily even just dating, but it's going out in groups and meeting new people and experiencing new things and really figuring out what makes you tick. 
because for so long you've been so focused on everyone else, sometimes we have a tendency to lose who we are. And refining ourselves can be one of the greatest gifts we give ourselves. Yes, and often um, it's it's a it's a special it's a certain time of our life. I say empty nester usually. I don't know. It depends, of course, on how young you were when you got your children. But it also might coincidence with uh, a change in your careers. It might be kind of a midlife situation where you were getting in because of that as well. So often, I think it's a combination of those things that can give you uh, the spur to think about your life and see, hey, um, I think I might want to make a change, a big change, so that my next chapter in life has a different meaning, I have a different purpose, and I can do something that I wanted to do, but never could, because I was tied up here with a child, with a job, and all that kind of things. Exactly, exactly. And when you look at it as a new chapter... You've got everything in front of you. You can choose how you want that chapter to be written. And it can be a thriller. It can be a romance. It can be sci-fi as far as anyone's concerned. It's up to you because you're the author of the next chapter. Exactly, exactly. I, I loved it that you brought up a few um, things that I'm really passionate or passionate about that I often bring in to my conversations with older uh, ladies, older, older. Um, there is never um, an age limit on anything. You can do whatever you feel comfortable with and what what you think will uh, give you pleasure and joy and when you talk about dating it's not something just for the 20 30 uh, maybe 40 somethings there are women in their 50s and 60s who might got finally an empty nest uh, and who were single raising that they say oh it life is beautiful life can be another 20, 30, 40 years, and I don't want to spend that time alone. So being single, dating might be something that will give you uh, connections and a relationship and um, get you out of your feeling of being lonely and, um, yeah, have purpose in a meaning in life again, being valued for somebody. Exactly. My grandmother was always... uh, someone I looked up to as a role model. Um, She graduated university when she was 80 years old. Wow. Um, She was still dating when she was 86. So it was, she showed me that there was always room to put excitement into your life and really go for what you want. So when somebody says, oh, really, you might be a little old for that. Like you said, you're never too old to try something new. Right. 
Exactly. And uh, you mentioned just uh, a, a, another piece. Uh, education is something, too, that often you pass by, especially if you are a single parent. Then you're working to bring uh, money to the table, so you have food and everything else. And then you might not make the time for you to do something for you and pursue a, a certain uh, degree in 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 the uh, field that you are in, or maybe in in a different area where you um, think, uh, yeah, you are interested in. So that's our. Definitely possibilities that I see that there are now once you have uh, an empty house and you don't have to be um, considerate anymore about him or her in the house. Yes. So what would you uh, tell one step or, to our audience what they should take right now if they are still feeling lonely? Um, to be able to move into that next chapter? Is there something uh, that you can tell them um, what they can do? Find out what you're really passionate about. That is probably the best advice. And you don't have to stick with one thing because you may get into something that, yeah, okay, you're, you, you, wanted to try it, you tried it, but it's really not resonating with you. If you've wanted to try creative writing, sign up for that creative writing class and meet the people. And you've got a common interest there. And it doesn't matter how old the people are. They could be 20-somethings. They could be 40-somethings. But again, everybody's got a story to share. And as long as you're curious nothing can ever stop you. Yes. One of my favorite words is curious. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'm a curious person because I have so many interests and things that I, uh, I like to learn more about. I like to find out more and, uh, and see how I can use them in my life or how I can help um, and serve in a way that uh, benefits the organization or the world in, uh, in, in, in big terms. So we are getting closer to the end of the show. And I wanted to ask you if the listeners have any questions, um, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, do you have a website? Um, do you have something that, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> some some uh, speakers, some guests have a, uh, a PDF or a, a video or something they can watch about the topic. How, what, what can you offer our guests in this respect? Well, you can visit my website at dawnmberry.com and I would invite everybody to sign up for a one-hour free discovery session. And oh. through that, we'll make a plan to move you forward. And there's no strings attached. So it's not like you have to think about it before you do it. Just jump in there and we can get going forward. Okay. That's nice it's, uh, that you offer a free consultation. Um, that's probably the best solution for many uh, 
that are still having feelings of um, loss that somebody is now out of the house. Something I think of that I uh, would like to suggest to our listeners, if, if you're looking for something to take care of, then you might want to look for uh, a pet in the house. And that can be a busy pet like a dog, what you have to walk uh, a few times a day. But it can also be a fish in the aquarium or, or a bird who might need less uh, attention from you. So it depends a little bit on what kind of a personality you are and what you like, of course. But yeah, that would be something that I would suggest when um, you're still feeling lonely, um, then that might be something that gives you joy and that uh, is something that needs your care. Um, and, and if that is what, what, what you're missing here. So Don, I thank you very much for being on the show. I have a few more things that I want to uh, mention to our listeners. Time always goes so fast here. Um, so I thank you for making time and giving your knowledge about this topic and helping anyone really who is experiencing loneliness ways of how to get out of that funk and start looking into possibilities of um, what a, a situation like being single can do for you. Well, thank you, Maria. It was my honor to be here and I'm glad I got the opportunity to visit with you today. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. So the next thing in my talk today is, as always, I have a quote and I just am taking a little bit of time today to uh, not rush at the end through this here. But my quote for today is, because once alone, it's impossible to believe that one could ever have been Otherwise, loneliness is an absolute discovery. This quote is from Marilyn Robinson. She's an author and she wrote this. And we have been talking about loneliness and what a situation of being alone can do for you by having time to go into yourself to figure out what it is that uh, gives you joy, what is uh, the, your purpose in life, what kind of a legacy do you want to leave? And as we used it in regard to having uh, a child moving out of the house, there are many of us who are single right now, who are not at, especially now with the holiday season at home, and who might have feelings of loneliness and loneliness is not something that will be there forever and depending on how you feel it's something that you can do something about and that's why I thought today we gave you many many golden nuggets on how to get out of this mindset of negative feelings but also how you can cope with it. And there are many things in life that can give you the feeling of being special and being loved. So 
but definitely if you're alone you have much more time to think about what you want and how uh, and not just for the one day but maybe for short term or long term in the future so today i also wanted to talk with you about something else i'm really excited about to let you know that i created a new program it's a 90-day program to help women discover their uh, purpose in retirement and that's something where i have talked about a few times already especially now um, the year 2020 is coming to an end so many of us are thinking about what the next year will bring and 2020 might not have been the best year but 2021 probably could be and if you are close to retirement or if you have taken early retirement already because of the COVID-19 situation then you might be looking to figure out what retirement really can be for you if you are frustrated um, because you are feeling lonely or sad because you lost your job that gave you a purpose in life or you are afraid of the future as you are uncertain how you can design your new reality or maybe you feel powerless because of the change of circumstances i am here for you i understand the situation and i can help you in 90 days to create a vision for your retirement so that you when you uh, are retiring in the future or when you are in that situation we can work together and you will have a much better feeling and a great start of 2021 so your retirement actually can be the best time of your life it's a, a next chapter that should be really fun so if you are interested then please send me a message or uh, as an email or go my to my facebook page because that's where the special offer will be for this 90-day program I am doing a special now until Christmas time. So I would love you to be part of that if you are struggling now in retirement. Then that would be a great course of 90 days with several individual coaching calls from me to do and get help and not just be stuck in a situation that um, you feel are bored and not happy about. So it's next week, there is uh, a new show and I would love for you to be on that call, even if it's Christmas time. So thank you for listening today and we'll talk again next week. Take care, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.